This is Haystack Help Radio on KLZ 560. Haystack Help Radio is powered by HaystackHelp.com. Finding help can be like finding a needle in a haystack. But with HaystackHelp.com, finding the needle just got easier. Now, Haystack Help Radio with Scott Watley on KLZ 560. Good afternoon and welcome to Haystack Help Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. Be sure and check out our website, haystackhelp.com, as well as seniorresourceofcolorado.com. And both of those are great websites. You can find uh, wonderful companies that we have checked out. Make sure we are bringing you the very, very best. Well, the very best in our opinion is with us today as well. Mr. Kyle O'Dell from Odell, Winkfield, Roseman, and Ship. You can check out their website, owrsfirm.com. On Sundays, uh, Kyle and I were just talking. You can catch him on NBC here locally. And um, Kyle does a, a segment there each week on retirement planning and uh, all the different subjects that go in with that. And with that, we'll welcome Kyle. How are you, sir? Doing great, Scott. Good to see you. You too. Again, Odell, Wingfield, Roseman, and Ship, and uh, check out their website, owrsfirm.com. The number for a free consultation is 303-780-7350 with Kyle. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit of something we've, we've talked about a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but Social Security. And, boy, you want to take a, a big piece of this pie, and we talk about how this whole retirement planning thing is a lot of pieces of different things. This is a huge part. It is. It is. And, you know, and this Tuesday, tomorrow, it will be the 83rd year since Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act and put everything into place. And so when FDR created this program, he wanted a program that would truly last, you know, over time and, and, and you know, really be there for um, the disabled, the poor, widows, orphans, and so forth. It wasn't necessarily there to um, really be our retirement, mm-hmm. but... That's what it's evolved into is a big piece of our retirement because, you know, families back in the 40s and 50s and 60s, you know, <clears throat> you'd have, uh, you know, a husband and wife and, you know, it's still still the same today where us guys, we were the ones that tend to pass away first. And when that happened back then, a lot of families had pensions and or the husband just worked until he couldn't anymore and had a had an income coming in. And so that Social Security was there to help replace the income that the husband generated or the pension that he had and so forth. Um, so it was there for those widows and orphans because life expectancy guys would, you know, live to be 55, 60 years old, work up to that point and then kick the bucket. Sure. Just didn't last long. So now it's certainly evolved. So when it comes to claiming and calculating social security, it can be confusing. Um, you know, there are a lot of different ways to do it. We, you know, we hear about all the, you know, I have families come in all the time just thinking that, well, Kyle, I'm going to, I'm going to take my benefit when I retire, or I'm going to take it at 65 or 66 or whatever. And they just base it off of, um, the little bit, unfortunately, the little bit of information that's out there. There's not a lot out there because the only thing we've ever been given is just those doggone social security statements. Sure. And that's it. And, uh, you know, with that, we used to get them every year now in I believe if I, it's been a little bit since I looked this up, but I think once you get to age 60, you start getting those statements every year. If you're un, under age 60, then they send them out every five years, something like that. Okay. And so we don't get them every year, but you and I were talking about it before we went on air, Scott, that, you know, those statements can be misleading, mm-hmm. that not everyone understands how they work. So um, we'll, we'll hit on some of that today, but, you know, there's so much to it. And like you said, this is kind of just a piece of the pie. 
but it's a huge piece of the pie. Yeah. You know, if I've got a family that has, you know, 40,000 a year, husband and wife, you know, that amount of money coming in from social security, well, that'd be the equivalent of approximately a million dollar lump sum of cash that's invested in generating income off of it. So, you know, it is a piece that you certainly uh, want to get right. You need to get it right because if you mess it up, you're probably going to leave, you know, a single person or a married couple, a hundred or $200,000 on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned pensions, just curiosity question. That seemed like that was a good deal for us people. Right. If you had a pension, why did companies get away from having pensions, you think? The cost and the risk, okay. two of them, two reasons. So, you know, you, you look at it, it's just, it's simply an overhead expense that companies had. You know, if you were an employee there and, and you know, you might have an employer that matches today, matches a portion of your 401k, and maybe they put in an extra three, four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 per year. But in a pension, to, to create that kind of income, you know, they were spending more Maybe they were spending six or eight or ten thousand per year mm-hmm. in today's dollars to fund a pension for you down the road to give you a guaranteed income. So that cost, and then you know when you sign the dotted line as a as an employee, and now I'm obligating myself as an employer to contribute to say I'm going to put ten thousand dollars a year into this pension fund mm-hmm. for you, Scott. Well, what if down the road I can't afford to do that? And you're working for me at ABC company, but XYZ company is right next door and they do the same thing. And they're going to say, well, your company's taking away benefits. And the other one over here, we, we will provide that benefit. You're going to hop, hop over there. Right. Right. So, you know, it, it's the cost, the risk, the obligation, all that. They got away from that. They went to 401ks. So rather than, um, you know, retirement plans that your employer was funding, now it's a retirement plan that you, that you fund and they'll throw in a few bucks to help out make it look a little look a little bit better but um you know it, it that cost was weighing those companies down that's for sure sure and we look at the auto industry i think it's a great example oh yeah you know they provide all the, you know these great pensions they have over the years mm-hmm. and we look at how hurt they've been financially because of all these obligations that they have and part of it is that pension system and so forth and and for and it's a great benefit for the workers but um but it does weigh down on the company sure you know i also ask you before the show when you talk with people where it seems like before they came to you and if they haven't been with another financial planner, where they got most of their information. And you said a lot of times just from a, a friend or a relative that's just maybe gotten their Social Security recently, mm-hmm. so they tell them what they should do. Right. <laughs> Probably not the advice you want to just bank everything on, right? No. no. You know, you think about, here, here's how I would take financial advice. Don't do what your friend is doing because it's a lot like your health. If, if you go to a Dr. Scott and I go to a doctor, you have a completely different health situation, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, whatever, right, right. than I do. Just because just just you're taking a Tylenol or taking something doesn't mean I should be taking it. Right. Right? Financially, we should apply those same principles where you have your own financial situation, I've got my financial situation, and they're much different in terms of our assets, our taxes, our liabilities, mm-hmm our life expectancy, all the risks that we're taking on. You have a different lifestyle than I've got and so forth. There are a lot of factors that we want to take into this. Right. You know, when it comes to, you know, what age is your spouse? What's the age difference? Do you have a pension? There are all kinds of things that we need to take into account. So just because your brother-in-law takes Social Security today doesn't mean that you need to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one th- message to really get across today is everybody's situation is different. And that's why it's critical 
that you have this, you know, free consultation that you give away to sit with someone and spend, it, hey, an hour, hour and a half of your time, mm-hmm. an hour and a half of their time, just to figure out, you know, really where they are and what's best for them because there's probably no two plans that you've ever done that are identical. No, no, they're all different. The conversations are different. You know, identifying what risks do you have, what do you want to want to accomplish and so forth, and we're going to design a plan you know, based on that. So I, I look at what I do as more of a chef. We're going to design something that fits exactly what you're looking for versus me being a line cook where everybody comes in and gets the exact same thing. Sure. Once again, Kyle O'Dell is with us. OWRSfirm.com is their number and 303-780-7350. So, you know, we've mentioned a lot of times there's 567 ways yep. you said to do that. So, needless to say, boy, you can't go through and break down every one of those, you know, in in time that we have here. So, what do those conversations look like when you're sitting with someone to try to figure out, you know, where to get started with all that? Yep. So, what I find, Scott, you know, many people, you know, they leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table by claiming too soon or not coordinating those benefits with other assets and their spouse and what their spouse has going on. So there are a lot of things we want to take into account there. You know, are you and your spouse close in age? Is there a big age difference? Um, what What does your health situation looks, look like? What does the health of your spouse look like? Um, I'll give you a real quick example here. You know, you know, if I take someone that has, let's say, a lot of assets, and, and, and what I mean by that, let's say seven figures in just cash, investable assets, and so forth. Um, if I look at their situation, a lot of times they have a tax situation where down the road, they're going to have a tax problem a lot of times or an an issue. They're going to have a thorn in their side in terms of they've built up all this money in 401ks and IRAs, and they're living on social security and maybe a pension, but they're not withdrawing from those IRAs. And what's going to happen is when they get to 70 and a half years old, they're going to have a required minimum distribution come out of there an amount that they have to withdraw. And when you add that on top of social security and other income, now you have more income coming in than you want. Now, most of us would sit here and think, well, (laughs) sign me up. That's a good problem. Right. It's what we refer to as the good problem. So don't complain about it, but you're going to have a tax issue, you know, in the, in that you're having to withdraw more than you want, meaning that you're having to have a bigger tax bill at the end of the year than you want. So with that, what we need to do there a lot of times is if we're going to retire at 65, so between 65 and 70, maybe we need to spend some of those assets, spend that 401k down a little bit, and then flip Social Security on so that we don't have quite the tax problem. Now let's go to the opposite end of that. Let's say I have someone that doesn't really have, that really hasn't built up a lot of assets, and now they want to retire and turn Social Security on. Well, just like the first person, we rarely want to take Social Security before what's called our full retirement age, which for most of it's, it's going to be between age 66 and 67. There's almost no reason to ever take your Social Security before 66 or 67 other than health. If you have poor health, the doctor said, you know what, you've got an issue here. I don't expect you to live Right. six months or three years or whatever that may be, or your life expectancy is just much shorter, then there's, then that's certainly a different conversation. Outside of that, in general, there's no reason to take it before that full retirement age because you, you need to get that benefit built up. So if I look at that situation and say, okay, I've got someone that doesn't 
that has not built up a lot of assets, again, they should not take it early. Retirement is not an age. It's about your financial health. Mm -hmm. So maybe we do need to work another year or two to get those guaranteed benefits and increases in Social Security to build that up a little bit more. And uh, so whether you have a lot of assets or very few assets, there's almost no reason to take that benefit before your full retirement age. Right. You're listening to Haystack Help Radio. Money beliefs versus money realities with Kyle O'Dell. If you've got any questions, our lines are open, 303-477-5600. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Social Security and give you some great things to think about. Once again, Kyle offers a free consultation. Give him a call, 303-780-7350. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Listen, I've trusted my pets to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center for over 11 years, and you can too. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or hey, just toys, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has you covered. Open seven days a week for your convenience, and they're located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more at LoneTreeVet.com or give them a call, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. Tell them Scott sent you. You were just walking into that store when you were in a slip and fall accident as a result of the store owner's negligence. Flesh and Beck know what to do. First, make a report of the incident with the store owner. It's important to have an official document of all the important details. Second, make a note of all of your injuries so you can report them to your doctor as soon as you can. Third, take pictures of the conditions and location of the accident. And remember, it's your job to take care of yourself. Don't waste time arguing about who's at fault. Then, call Flesh and Beck. Call me, Kevin Flesh, at Flesh Law to get a professional opinion. I will answer all your questions and I will help you determine if you're entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, Kevin Flesh, at 303-806-8886 for a free consultation to find out if we can help you get the compensation you deserve. Stop enduring nerve pain. Call Dr. Dean Anderson, chiropractor at Front Range Medical Center, to find out whether electronic signaling could help your peripheral neuropathy. The burning, tingling sensation starts in your feet, slowly progressing until your balance begins to suffer. Occasional numbness turns into constant discomfort. You become afraid to drive because you can't feel the pedals. Do not resign yourself to a lifetime of limited mobility. 
For the past nine years, Dr. Anderson has specialized exclusively in the treatment of peripheral neuropathy. Front Range Medical Center offers an advanced technology called electronic signaling, giving hope to seniors with nerve pain. Call 720-851-9694 to schedule a $27 consultation, including a neuropathy-specific exam. Dr. Anderson will review your health history and past medical records to find out whether electronic signaling could help your peripheral neuropathy. You shouldn't need to tolerate nerve pain. Call today, 720-851-9694. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Haystack Help Radio. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. here with Kyle O'Dell. And uh, Kyle, before we go any further, you had a little um, giveaway you wanted to do for us. So tell us a little bit about that. We do. You know, at our office, Scott, we've got a uh, social security booklet that really answers a lot of the basic questions about um, how social security works, you know, whether, you know, if you're, if you're still working, um, how much income can you earn if you want to take your social, social security benefit, you know, what are, the, um, what are the different ways to file and so forth. It really covers a lot of the basics. It's a nine-page booklet. Okay. And, and I really, you know, I give it to some people. Some people will come in my office and say, Kyle, hey, you know, I've got a bunch of questions. I'll hand them that booklet and they'll look at it for five minutes and they'll be like, Kyle, this answered all eight questions <laughs> I had. This is it. This is what I was looking for. So it's a fantastic booklet. We're going to give away five of those today. All right. So anybody that calls our office, um, they can call 303-780-7350. And uh, we'll give you that booklet. Uh, just call and ask for either Peggy or Kelly, either one, and uh, they'll get your name and uh, email address, and they'll email that over to you. Good deal. Appreciate that. All right. Now, Let's, you know, we've talked about the husband and wife, wife outliving the husband probably, or women uh, generally living longer. So when you sit down with a couple and maybe, maybe the wife's older <laughs> than the husband, which mm -hmm. happens sometimes too. Right. I mean, what is all that decision-making going on there, you know, with a married couple? Yep. There's a, there are a lot of factors in here. And, you know, and Social Security, you know, it calculates payments to cover your expected lifespan. Um, for men at 62, the claiming decision is especially important for men that are married because they tend, you know, women tend to outlive us guys. So unfortunately, men too often make the retirement, uh, they take that retirement benefit that looks best now, even if it reduces the future benefit for their, for their spouse, you know, and a lot of times, you know, if we just look at it in general, a lot of times, you know, maybe let's call it more than 50% of the time, the guy has, you know, men have a greater income maybe than their wife. And not always, that's, that's certainly shifting, but I'm just sure. talking in general terms here. So, you know, when we look at that, a lot of times the guy will want to take that benefit and he'll, you know, he'll tell me, Hey, Kyle, you know, I want to take this because what if I pass away tomorrow? What if I pass away in the next couple of years, you know, that I didn't get anything out of this? Well, the benefit that we want to max out, if it's the guys in this case, we want to max his benefit out for the spouse. What he needs to understand is it's not for him. It's for his wife because on average, women outlive men by 14 years. Wow. 14 years. So if we look at a husband or wife or a couple out there, it doesn't matter who, the benefit that we want to make sure that we really focus on to get the most out of and so forth is the higher benefit who who has the higher benefit in the relationship 
That's the one we want to focus on because the surviving spouse is going to end up with that benefit. The smaller benefit typically goes away. So, and on average, like we said, you know, women out of, outlive us men by 14 years. So that's really the one to focus on. That's one of the biggest mistakes, you know, that I see is turning on those benefits early, especially the larger benefit if someone activates it too early. Mm-hmm. And like you said, a mistake here, I mean, you're talking, like you said, tens of thousands of dollars. Can be. It can be. People yeah. can actually lose. Yeah. You know, I'll, when someone comes in my office, we'll run a social security analysis for them. And, um, you know, I'll run it. You tell me how and when you want to file. Great. You know, and we'll run it based on, you know, all the factors that we look at it. And usually for a married couple, it's 180 to 200, $220,000 difference over their lifetime in the social security payout, you know, and, um, you know, there are all kinds of ways to file, you know, if you're married, but you, let's say we have a spouse that didn't work really, you know, that the, in terms of a job, but maybe they stayed home and they took care of the kids, which is a full-time job in itself for sure. So, you know, when in that, in that case, you know, when you get to age 66 or whatever your full retirement is, then you can file for half of your spousal benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if your spouse is getting 2000, then approximately you can get about half of that, which is a thousand. So even if you didn't work, you can retire or you can uh, claim that spousal benefit. Um, you know, social security, it's based on your top 35 years of earnings. That's what goes into the formula. Okay. Um, I hear a lot of different, uh, uh, opinions out there about how it's calculated, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> but that's the truth. The Social Security uh, Administration doesn't use an opinion to make the right, calculation. Right. It's a math formula, and that math formula is based on your top 35 years of working. Um, if you did work, what you're looking, what you need to do is uh, the Social Security Administration is they're looking uh, for the number of that you worked for 10 years. They're looking at 40 different quarters, technically, is what they're looking at. Did you work 10 years in your life? Right. If so, then you would qualify for a benefit. Um, And there are a lot of benefits. You know, it depends on your situation where if you were married you and divorced and you were married for at least 10 years, you may have an ex-spousal benefit that you qualify for. Um, If your spouse passed away, there's a widow benefit. So there are a lot of different benefits that you might, uh, you know, qualify for. Um, but when I look at social security, financially, the chief risk today comes from not dying too soon, but from living too long and running out of money. Mm-hmm. We're living longer and longer and longer. You know, all my, all my great grandparents all passed away in their early seventies and now their kids, which are my grandparents, they're all late eighties. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Happy, healthy, running around, you know, yeah. all that. So you know, we're living longer and longer. So the chief risk that you have is living too long and running out of money, not dying too soon. So and since everyone's circumstances are different, there's no set answer to the questions of when I should file for one specific person. I can't give a blanket answer to, to everyone. So what I always encourage everyone to do is arm yourself with knowledge, learn about your options, make sure you understand the benefits and the requirements of the program, including, including disability benefits, survivor benefits, spousal benefits. There's a, there are a lot, like we talked about, for a married couple, approximately 567 different avenues for filing. So Social Security, it's been a successful program for many years and, you know, has generally met FDR's original goals and provided security and uh, prosperity for you know, a a wide range of citizens over the years. And Social Security promises to continue being a valuable part of our economy. You know, and I, that's probably one of the big misconceptions also that I hear all the time is, well, that thing's, what if it runs out tomorrow? Well, 
there's more money going into it than going out. Right. It's not set to have any issues or problems for another approximately 16, 17 years. So, you know, for that generation that's already retired or right on the cusp of it, you know, I really wouldn't worry about it. Um, you know, and to, to really use this program correctly, you have to have sound knowledge of the program and of your own circumstances. There, you know, and always remember that the Social Security Administration, they're always available for answers. You can always set a, uh, an appointment with them. But an important piece to understand there, when you set an appointment with Social Security Administration, their employees tend to be very good at what they do. They're very knowledgeable. But they're not going to do what? They're prohibited from giving advice. Right. So they can't say, hey, Scott, you know what? Based on your age and your assets and your health and all these other factors, this is actually when you should file because, and this would be your the difference in benefits that you would receive and all that. The only thing that they can do is they can answer a lot of your questions, They can, but they can only say, hey, Scott, based on today, mm-hmm. here's how you should file. Right. That's it. You know, they can't look at all your other Let's assets. Let's be honest. They really don't care. <laughs> They're just probably I not. Mean, yeah, because yeah. there are forty other people that they're going to talk to today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. So, <laughs> used properly, Social Security is a key part of your own security. Um, you know, so you've got to start it off on the right foot by understanding why and when and how to begin taking it, because it's such a vital part of what you're going to do over your retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really discuss this before the show, but I want to touch on this real quick because I think anytime we talk about seniors, we talk about Social Security, we talk about going to websites, there are a million scams out there. Yep. And, man, people have to be careful. You know, we always say, you know, there. I mean, there's a lot of IRS scams where they call and say they're going to arrest you and all the different things. Yep. You know, first of all, Social Security office is probably never going to call you to verify your Social Security number <laughs> or any no. of that stuff. No. So is there any little tips that you've got um, when it comes to, you know, scams like that that can happen? You know, I hear, actually, I heard about one yesterday. I'm not going to name the person's name, but yesterday when I was at NBC, one of the, you know, one of the employees there, I was talking with, with him and, you know, he, he had told me that about a situation the night before um, on Saturday evening where his parents had locked themselves out of their house and uh, called a locksmith the locksmith said, so he came out and got him in the house, but then said, and, and this is an elderly couple, and he has some dementia problems and issues and things, so, so it's a really tough situation. Um, he said that, look, you need to change all the locks in your house, and I'm going to do that for you right now, and I'll do this under the table, so I won't tell the company, you can just pay me cash, and he charged them 1000 bucks to change out the locks on their house. Whoa. Took advantage of them. Um, you know, and then, of course, their, their son finds out about it and tries to call the company the next day and the phone oh, number won't yeah. work, none of this stuff, right? I mean, it, it is really sad situation. You know, mm-hmm. families, unfortunately, get taken advantage of in so many different ways out there. And that's why, you know, as a firm, we always operate under that fiduciary standard because sure. that's a license I hold. But it's, you know, yeah, someone calls you to say, hey, I want to verify some information, whether they say that I'm from the IRS or I'm from the Social Security Administration or I'm from the Better Business Bureau or anything. If they're wanting any information from you, you're talking to the wrong person. Yeah, right? over the last couple of years, I've had a few calls. I'm going, okay, I'll verify it. Yeah. I go, what's your phone number? And I said, no, verifying means you tell me and then I'll verify it. Yeah. And man, yeah, yeah. that or conversation you, lasts I'll very short. Right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Please don't ever just... Always have your guard up and understand that 
it's better to be, I mean, I'm always, I'm a very optimistic person, Scott, and I know you are too, sure. just your personality, right. right? But there are times where we should be maybe a little more, mm -hmm. I don't know about pessimistic, but just have our guard up, yeah. you know, yeah. and understand that unfortunately, it will amaze you what people will do out there for money oh, to try and take yeah. advantage of you. Yeah. So always have your guard up and just don't ever give out any information via email, text message, phone, anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, verify that person before you give it to them. Absolutely. Once again, Kyle Offord, if you just joined us, uh, a great Social Security, uh, kind of a little pamphlet. It's going to answer some great questions about Social Security. Uh, he's given away five copies of that. So call his office now. Um, ask for Kelly. Um, there at 303-780-7350, 303-780-7350, and they will get that to you. So, and again, the website is OWRSfirm.com. Last minute, I mean, we've been doing this show a long time together now, and, and man, it seems every day you love what you do. And I think that's important for you right. to be a benefit to us. But, I mean, what do you love the most about it? You know, I think the best part is... When somebody comes into my office and, you know, and they're on that cusp of retirement and they're, you know, think, Kyle, we're coming in to, to know, do we have a green light? Can we retire in six months or next year or whatever that is? You know, have we saved properly? Have we done the right things? And to be able to say, you can retire and giving them permission to go spend some money. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. And even when I do that, some, they still have trouble doing that sometimes. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's kind of funny the conversations we have sometimes about, no, you don't understand. Let's take this a step further. You need to go spend some of this money or we're going to have a tax problem or whatever that may be, right? We need to go spend some. So, you know, I love it when I can, you know, sit down with a family and just verify and say, yeah, you know, you've worked hard, hard all these years. You've saved all this money. Where do you want to go travel? Right. You know, and one of the things we've started creating and put together with, with a lot of our clients is a travel club because we have so many clients that love to travel domestically here and RVs, you know, and they love to meet up with other couples and things, you know, and, mm -hmm. or travel and do those, you know, riverboat cruises and things, um, and hooking them up and putting them together. Just say, Hey, you know, here are three other couples that are going in August, you know, you guys ought to talk and, you know, meet up or sure. go on the trip together because they're just like you, you know, and, and just watching them just going and having fun, right. you know, and getting yeah. postcards from them that, you know, if they're off in Italy or wherever they're at. And that's the fun they part. They bring you a t-shirt. Yeah. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, good deal. Kyle, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. Again, Kyle O'Dell, 303-780-7350. Call now, get your free copy there. Little social security questions and things that can help you out. And Kyle offers a free consultation. 303-780-7350. We'll be right back. What could you do with an extra $500, $1,000, or even $1,500 per month? How would that change things for you? Would you buy a new car, pay off bills, or just feel a bit more secure about your retirement? What if I told you there's a way to make your dreams a reality? I'm talking about trading and investing in the market. Now, before you say, oh, that's not for me, just hear me out. I want to invite you to a half-day trading course so you can check this out. I promise you, you'll go away smarter than when you came in. We here at Online Trading Academy sponsor this, and we'll even send you home with a free home study video guide. Your money's doing nothing for you in a CD or mutual fund. Learn how to profit when the market's up or down. Call us now while seats are still available at 303-325-2776. Use offer code RADIO50. 303-325-2776. That's 303-325-2776.
Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Why are seniors obtaining a reverse mortgage? No mortgage payments, of course. Hello, this is Steve Hurley with Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. You can live in your home for as long as you wish. It is your home. It's your money. So call me, Steve Hurley, at AIM, 720-895-0500. Let's discuss your options. No pressure, just education via information. NMLS number 243-200, regulated by DORA an equal opportunity lender. Denver's Afternoon Rush. Rush to Reason is coming up at 3. Now, back to Haystack Help Radio. Welcome back to Haystack Help Radio. My name is Scott Watley. We are going to be bringing you a show each week, Your Health Matters, with Dr. Shane Stedman and its Integrated Health Systems you can check out their website, integratedhealthdenver.com, their number, 303-781-5617, 303-781-5617. And Dr. Stedman joins us now. Doc, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. little tired today. <laughs> we were pretty busy down at the International Sports Expo for four days, but uh, it was great to see you down there, and thanks for coming by the booth and saying hello. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, it's a good place just to go hang out and dream. You're in all those different places that they offer down there for a lot of great hunting and fishing trips, for sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, we talked about thyroid last week and uh, kind of just touched on the surface there a little bit. And I wanted to, you know, I recently did some blood work with you, Victoria and I. And, and I wanted to ask you about, you know, when you um, promote doing blood work, and then what are the some of the things that you're looking for in the results for someone you know, that you are kind of suspecting that they may have a thyroid issue. What are some of those markers you're looking for? You know, and I, I think I think before I answer that, I think it's probably good to, you know, let people know that when it comes to measuring the thyroid, there are a bunch of markers mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people don't even realize. Um, there's actually seven markers to look at how the thyroid is functioning. Okay. Um, and, and that's what's crazy. I think most most often, I would say majority of the doctors out there are only running one. Some are running two, and very little are running three. And it's rare do you actually see um, a full thyroid panel being ran. But but you know, and unfortunately, I think that's kind of why you see a lot of people struggling with this. So mm-hmm. um, so I think when we look at markers, you know, one of the one of the markers that everybody's familiar with is called TSH, which stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. Now that that hormone, um, it, it does exactly what it's named. It activates and turns on the thyroid gland, and it tells the thyroid, "Hey, I need you to make 
some thyroid hormone. So I think a lot of people think that TSH is actually thyroid hormone, and it's actually just the thing that tells the thyroid what to do. Um, and so anytime that the thyroid isn't doing its job or producing um, the two main hormones, which is T4 and T3, then the brain actually sends down more TSH to stimulate the thyroid even more. Um, so anytime that you see the thyroid, the TSH number go up, then that usually tells us that the thyroid is not doing its job. So it's kind of like, think about like kids, you know, so somebody has this kid and the parent's like, hey, pick up your shoes. Hey, pick up your shoes. <laughs> and then they start yelling, pick up your shoes. Um, that's kind of what the brain does. It's like, make some T4. Hello. Right. Hello, and it gets louder and louder and louder. Um, and so that's what the TSH is all about. Um, so we look at that marker a lot to give us an idea if the thyroid is hypofunctioning, which means low, or hyper, which means high-functioning. Um, both are not good, so you want it to be, it's like Goldilocks, too hot, too cold. We want it just right. And from there, the thyroid makes... It's called T4, primarily. Um, and, and anybody who's listening to the car, it's easy to remember this because it just has four iodine on it. So there's four iodine, and so they call it T4. Okay. And then your body takes off one of those iodines, and now it's called a T3. And the T3 is the hormone that actually does all the cool stuff in the body, like our metabolism and how we feel and our mood and our energy and weight loss. And, um, and so that's really how, how the story kind of plays out in a very simple form is the thyroid makes T4, it converts to T3, and if the thyroid's not doing its job, then the brain yells at it and it increases the TSH, and that is it. You mentioned metabolism, and you hear a lot of times people say, you know, doing something to reset your metabolism. Is that possible to actually do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you can work on, on resetting it. Um, you know, going through the thyroid is definitely one way of doing it, where if you get the thyroid working, then the metabolism kicks on. You know, I think maybe reset might be kind of uh, maybe misleading a little bit, because your metabolism is always there. It just needs to be turned on, you know, so... Um, the thyroid and, and what T3 does is it actually turn, it activates your metabolism and it keeps it rolling. You know, so if all of a sudden you drop your hormone, your metabolism goes down. Or if you make too much of it, your metabolism goes really, really high. And those are people with uh, hyperthyroid or Graves' disease. And they just can't even put on weight. You know, they're like, they're really thin, thin and they're eating thousands of calories a day and they can't seem to gain any weight. And that's because your metabolism's too high. Um, so you have all these things that impact the speed. And so that, that's what we kind of focus on is how do we increase the speed when some of these people who are going to the gym right now trying to lose that weight and it's just not coming off. Right. So when we talk about the, the seven marks, you got the TSH and then T4 mm -hmm. and T3. What else are we looking at? So within T4 and T3, there's actually free T3 and free T4. Okay. Um, and what the free is, is um, your, your thyroid hormones, they actually have to be transported. So you can't, and we don't just have hormones that are just, just willy-nilly hanging out doing whatever they want to do. They are actually carried and delivered. Um, and so what they do is they find 
to a transporter. And so I always tell people it's like the Uber system. You know, so we have like an Uber system in our body. Um, so the thyroid makes T4, and, the, and then the T4 has to call an Uber. And then the Uber shows up, it jumps in, and it's taken to different organs and tissues and joints and muscles and bones and is taken to everything, everywhere in the body. And so, um, so when they jump out of the Uber, now they're called free hormones. Um, so the Uber ride will take your T4, um, for instance, over to the liver, and the liver actually is what helps some of the conversions to T3. So it turns it into T3, and then T3 gets back in the Uber and is taken off to your big toe, and then you jump out of the Uber, and now you're free T3. <laughs> okay. So we have T4, T3, free T4, free T3, um, and then we have what's called T3 uptake, and that actually gives us an idea of how many Ubers are out there. So if anybody's ever called an Uber, um, and I travel a lot, as people know on this show. So right. I travel a lot, and there's there's times where there's an Uber literally just a block away, and there's times I've had to wait like 20 minutes for my Uber. Um, so, mm. so the T3 uptake kind of gives us an idea, is there a lot of Ubers out there? Am I going to be waiting a while, or is there going to be one showing up pretty quick? Um, so that's T3 uptake. And then finally... There are two, two markers that actually tell us if your immune system is being a bully. Um, so the term that people are really have learned over the past several years is a term called Hashimoto's. And so there are two markers that actually tell us, does the patient have Hashimoto's? And if that's the case, then your immune system is just being a bully and is going over and it's kind of like wrecking havoc in the thyroid. So it's like somebody who, it's like those movies where somebody goes into the manufacturing plant and they, <laughs> they un, undo the gears and they kind of screw things up and they, the robots don't move. And, you know, so then they turn on the lights and everything is a mess and not working. That's kind of how Hashimoto's works. Your immune system disrupts the manufacturing and now you can't make hormones anymore. Right. Your brain screams at the thyroid. <laughs> wow. Dr. Shane Stedman's our guest, Integrated Health Systems, IntegratedHealthDenver.com, his number, and he does a free consultation. All you have to do is mention our show, Haystack Help, and your health matters. 303-781-5617 is the number, 303-781-5617. Now, I've also heard of this term, um, T3 uptake. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So T3 uptake, um, people will see it on their blood work called T3U, um, and it's actually, it's just, um, the, the technical definition is looking for capacity. So let's just see, like, how much capacity do we have for things to convert and, and for, for binding? Um, and that kind of goes right back to the Uber. So if there's, if there's a ton of Ubers out there, then we have a lot of capacity. You know, like, my chances of of ordering an Uber, it's a high, it's, it's very, very likely because there's a lot of capacity out there. Right. But, it, but if I'm calling an Uber and there's only one and then like 10 mile radius, yeah, it's not a very good capacity. So that basically, that will tell you T3 uptake low or high. Um, and usually if it's low, it gives in, insight into hormones. Actually, hormones play a big role with thyroid. Um, so, for instance, if it's too low, a lot of times it can be associated with estrogen. And if it's too high, it can be associated with testosterone. So, I, I think what's crazy is people don't realize how intricate 
um, the thyroid is with your body and how much your body plays a role in thyroid. And, and those are just two, two um, easy examples. Sure. Now, you mentioned the hypo and hyperthyroidism. Is it hard to discern the difference, I mean, to, for you to diagnose the difference between those two? And what, what really directs you to either one, hyper or hypo? Um, no, they're actually pretty easy to discern. Usually if it's hypo or low thyroid, uh, the TSH will be high because the brain is yelling, you know, a little bit more because there's not a, a lot of production. Um, and then usually patients come in with all these symptoms. So I'll back up one more really quick. So the TSH will be high and then the T4 um, will be low and very often the T3 will also be low. So because we know the manufacturing isn't working mm-hmm. and the brain is yelling. So when we see that pattern, then, then we know, okay, the thyroid is not really working the way it should. And then patients come in and they say, oh, doc, my, my weight isn't coming off. I've been going to the gym with these needed resolutions. I can't seem to get the weight to come off. I'm always tired. My hair is falling out. My eyebrows are thinning. My skin is dry. My nails are brittle. I'm brain fogged. I'm bloated. You know, there's something wrong with me. So then you look at the blood work and you go, oh, that's hypo or low. The flip side of hyper is you'll actually see the TSH will be really, really low. And and that's because the thyroid gland is just cranking out so much hormones. It's unbelievable. You know, so it's like those old cartoons. Um, well, it's, it, you know what it's like? It's like the old I Love Lucy where she's, uh, <laughs> is she testing chocolate? Is that what it is? Oh. Or she's, she's on the conveyor belt? Right. Well, yeah, there, there was supposed to be boxing candy, I think, and then it starts coming yeah. real fast. Yeah, exactly. And she's yeah. just cramming it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like putting her mouth, putting right. it in her pocket. Right, and, right, right. And so, so, so that, that's T4. You know, so if, if you're, so with hyperthyroid, you have, you know, Lucy on the belt and, and the thyroid is a manufacturing, you know, plant that's making all the chocolate. So they're kicking them out really, really, really fast. And so you have all this chocolate. So that's why the TSH goes down because the brain is like, well, I'm not going to tell you to make more thyroid. <laughs> you're already making way too much. Right. So the thyroid, the TSH goes down, the T4 and the T3 go up. And then the person goes, I am shaky and jittery, I have tremors, I feel nervous, I'm anxious, I can't sleep, I can't gain weight. Like they just feel like everything is like like somebody just gave them like caffeine all day long and they can't seem to stop it. Um, and that's because somebody turned up their metabolism. Wow. Wow, so much to know. Dr. Shane Stedman's here. Your health matters is our show each week. Give him a call for a free consultation. If you've and Dr. Stephanie, if you'd say this, if you were just trying to describe to our listeners now, maybe they're driving around or sitting in their cubicle listening or sitting at home listening, say, if you're feeling this, give us a call. You know, if you are feeling fatigued and inflamed and brain fogged, come talk to us because there's usually a reason why. Yeah, for sure. Now, there's something else I, I believe I remember these initials, right? It was on my blood work recently, TBG. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. What is that? So, so TBG is the thyroid binding globulin. So globulin is just a protein 
Um, and so it's, a, it's basically a thyroid binding protein. Now, so we talked about T3 uptake being the capacity. So it's like a measurement. TBG is actually kind of giving you an idea of how many Ubers are out there. So TBG is like your Uber. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so it's your thyroid binding. So, so your thyroid will bind to a protein, and that's why it has to transport you. So the TBG is basically your Uber. And then the, the, the capacity is like how many, how many do we have out there? What's the potential? So it's almost like T3 uptakes the potential where the thyroid binding is the Uber itself. So if you have, if you have a lot of Ubers, you know, then that's going to affect how your thyroid is being transported and converted. Um, so we look at that number a lot to show what's going on because what a lot of people don't know is that your thyroid can actually do everything it's supposed to. It's kind of like, if, I really like this I love Lucy analogy that we're using. <laughs> you know, it's like if, if Lucy is there on the conveyor belt and all the chocolate is coming out perfect, right? So she's got all these boxes of chocolate and then she puts them on the truck. So the truck is the, the transport protein, so the TBG is the truck. So she puts all these thyroids, you know, all these boxes of chocolates on the truck, and the truck has to take them to the distribution center. And then the distribution center, then they get taken to the stores. So you can have a thyroid that's doing all, all of its job perfectly. So all the boxes of chocolates are perfect. But somehow the truck crashes <laughs> or the truck decides to not go to the distribution center and they take all the chocolates and they go somewhere else, you know, and they have a big old uh, fest out in the fields eating chocolate, you know, so there's place, the, the thyroid can do its job, but things just don't get to where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other aspect of the thyroid that a lot of doctors just don't even look at. So they just, they just go, Hey, is your brain yelling? Yes or no? Great. Here's your medication. <laughs> right. um, but we're going to, we're going to find out, is it being made? Is it being packaged? Is it being distributed? Did it even get to its target? You know, and if it got to its target, did they sell it or is it still on the shelf? You know, so that's really what goes on with the thyroid. Okay. So would you say the first step for people, uh, just you know, that may be feeling what you just described a few seconds ago, would the first step be to come in and just do that consultation with you and then, you know, get some blood work and that's where it really starts? Absolutely. You know, and I, our, th- our consultation is, um, it's very easy. You know, so I think if anybody's ever kind of nervous about like, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? You know, we're not going to say or do anything. We're just going to talk. And, you know, we just want to find out if working would be a great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if, and if, if people have, if you the, those are who are out there, if you have your own blood work, bring that in. You know, sometimes people just have their blood work done last week, you know, so we may not order any blood work and say, hey, this is awesome. Um, but, I mean, unfortunately, it seems like over 90% of the time, nobody really has a complete blood chemistry. But if you come in, uh, you're going to sit down, I'll talk to you, you know, for 20, 30 minutes, and we'll find out what's been going on, why do you feel this way, when did this start, what have you tried? What are you doing? And then mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, here's here's what's going on. Here's how we can help. And this is how much it costs. Because that's what everybody wants to know. How sure. much is it going to cost? And we can go over that. Um, so there's nothing to hide. It's really easy. No pressure. Just come come hang out. Schedule right. an appointment. And, you know, the, the cool part is, like you said, well, you got, you got nothing to lose by doing this. It's a free consultation. And the main thing, you know, I think you would encourage and I would encourage is just, 
you know, if you've been feeling like this for a long, long time, don't wait. I mean, it's just, it's not going to get better on its own, is it? No, no. I mean, usually once, you know, it's just like going back to the I Love Lucy thing. You know, it's like if, if the conveyor belt goes fast, it's not like it just fixes itself. You know, there's always a reason, you know, is the machine broken? Did somebody hit the wrong button? Are the delivery trucks broken? Did they run out of gas? You know, there's always a reason. It's not like it just fixes itself overnight, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think to get in here, figure it out sooner than later is always ideal. So you don't have to live with these issues forever. Yep, absolutely. So would you say, and um, I want to be careful how I say it, and I know you'll be extra careful how you say it, but would you, do you feel that most thyroid issues are, you know, treatable in some way? So I'll answer like this. We have helped numerous amounts of patients that have thyroid issues. And, and the reason, and what's crazy is you don't actually, oftentimes you're not actually treating the thyroid, you're actually treating the cause, you know, um, so somebody can have stress, and that can throw up your thyroid. So then you have to find out what's causing the stress. Um, digestive issues can throw off the thyroid. You know, so then you can work on somebody's digestion and how they eat and their blood sugar stability. Um, some people, you can alter your thyroid by being on hormones. You know, certain hormones can throw them off, or a lack of hormones can throw them off. So what's really fascinating about the thyroid is that. 90, in, in, the, in the United States, 90% of thyroid disorders are not the thyroid. It's actually something else. And so that's what you actually end up working on is the something else piece, and you're trying to figure out what that is. And that's what makes us successful because we're not just treating your symptoms, but we're trying to figure out the cause of the low thyroid and then work on trying to get that better. Right. You know, and maybe next week we can touch on this because I think it's a big area. A lot of people will feel like they have some kind of health issue and see things or see ads about just supplements. I mean, would would you say, you know, be careful about the different type of supplements you take without first really getting, um, you know, treated and, and, and looked at and blood work looked at, you know, by a doctor? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are, the supplements can be useful, but if you're not identifying the cause of the thyroid issue, then most often you're just using the supplements to treat the symptoms. Right. You know, and and I think that's the biggest thing. So most of your thyroid supplements out there are going after the gland and supporting the gland. And yes, that can be helpful. And yes, it can help people. There's no doubt about it. But then the question is, well, if you stop taking that supplement, does all your symptoms come back? And if the answer is yes, it's because you didn't find the cause, so you just worked on the symptoms. Gotcha. So there are definitely things to do and not to do with supplements. So, you know, someone comes in, do you usually have them um, treat with you, you know, 60, 90 days, and then retest a couple of these markers that we've talked about just to kind of see where it's going? Or how, how long does that treatment process look like? Usually, uh, usually our, our, most of our, our plans that kind of revolve around the thyroid are, are usually about six weeks. Um, because it can take about, we, we see changes in 45 days. And so we kind of aim for that, kind of that marker to retest some of these, you know, blood chemistries or other things we're looking at. And so, okay, where, where are you at? How are you doing? Where do we need to go? You know, and, and during that time frame, we're actually pushing um, pretty hard to get people well. You know, we're trying to get to the nitty gritty 
trying to figure things out, trying to make some fast changes, you know, because we want people feeling better. And then that blood work tells us, you know, are we on the right track? So if the patient's like, hey, I lost 15 pounds, my brain fog is gone, and we look on their blood work and their blood work looks better, well, we, we're, we're, we're on the right You're track. We're on the right track, absolutely. You know, and, and, and I think that's what's nice. We're not just relying on symptoms, but we're actually looking at the combination of symptoms and testing and, and, and making sure that we're doing what's right for the patient. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Stedman, always great information. And listen, it's a free consultation real quick. Here's what they'll do for that free consultation. They'll review your health history and take a comprehensive look at your current and past health history. Uh, they'll review any lab work, maybe that Dr. Sedman said that you've already had done, any testing you may have had done, and then create a plan of action. And together, you'll determine that plan of action that's going to help hopefully resolve your concerns. And uh, we've been seeing Dr. Stedman for several years now, my wife and I, and I'm telling you, he can most likely help you. And again, we want to be promised what we say because we, I mean, be careful what we say because we, you know, it's hard to say 100%, but I'm telling you, he'll get you on a right path. So give him a call, 303-781-5617, 303-781-5617. And let him know you heard him here on Your Health Matters. Dr. Stedman, thank you so much, sir, and we appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. All right, sir. Have a good day. And thank you for joining us today for Haystack Help Radio and Your Health Matters. Check out our website, haystackhelp.com. And our helpline is always open, 303-333-HELP, 303-333-4357. Have a great day and leave it right here on KLZ 560. opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect those of Crawford Broadcasting, the station, management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.